Hallelujah. Our Father, we thank you for this morning. We bless you. We thank you for where you are taking us and how far you brought us. We say we are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll see you guys later. Sunday school. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Can you please make two microphones available for me? One on this side, one on that side. There is... Today I want us to talk small, you see. But before we talk, I want to say this. Church, we need to move forward as a people. Hallelujah. There are new heights God has opened for us to enter into. We must organize ourselves so that when that time comes, we can easily access it. And by that, this is what I mean. There's greatness coming our way. A lot of you be millionaires. I don't know what you are waiting for, but me, I can see it. I say a lot of you be millionaires. A lot of you will have wealth at your disposal. A lot of you will be the source of other people's joy. What I want to say this morning is that prepare yourself. The Bible says that the lazy man says there is a lion or a bear outside so he won't go out to work. It is the lazy man who will say that. He said he blessed the work of our hands. I'm saying all of those things to say this. That as a church we need to organize ourselves well and move forward. And in organizing ourselves, sometimes there will be friction. Because for example, we are trying to fix a proper square in a square hole. Sometimes it will touch the side side. It will not be nice. But let's do it anyway. Hallelujah. Let's make sure that there is order. There is systematic growth. When you are given a role in the church, play it well. Hallelujah. Others are counting on you. Souls come to sit down waiting for you so that you do what you must do. So do it and God will bless you. Hallelujah. The last thing I'll say about that is this. By the leading of God, I have changed the structure of the church. Everybody who holds a position in the church, make sure you play your role well. Because I gave you the role because God told me to give it to you. So in the records of heaven, it is written that there is a church called Grace Army Church, which God himself instituted. You are the admin. You are the usher. You are the secretary. You are the prayer director. You are so, so, and so, and so. You are finance. You are, you are multimedia. Be at it. All these things come together to cause us to grow. And whilst we are growing, you see others added on to us. As they are being added on to us, don't forget you will be added on in whatever area you want to see God bless you. Hallelujah. I always say something. One of the ways to get sickness out of your life is to do the work of God. And death, premature death, is to do the work of God. He said, and you shall serve the Lord your God. You will work for the Lord your God and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. When you work for God, God blesses your bread and your water. Do you understand? So whatever we're doing, let's do it well. 
Eh? If I take you from one place, I say, be here. Please be there. If I give you an assignment, do it. Diligently do it. I know you'll be blessed. I have also gone through. And I'm here today. Hallelujah. Can we pray? Our Father, we thank you for this morning. We bless you. We give you glory. We lift up your word before you one more time. Brood over us as your word comes forth. Give us the insight that only you can give. Give us the understanding that only you can transmit. This morning, speak to us. And let us grow by the goodness of your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. We've been talking about honor, right? I spoke about honoring God for about two weeks. And I said, those who forget, they cannot remember to honor God. Hallelujah. And I cited a scripture where he said that God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Did you get it? God is not what? To forget what? Wow. Now let's continue. We're talking about honor. Now I want to talk about honor for your pastor or your man of God or your spiritual leader. Hallelujah. Um, please, can you take the microphone and answer this question for me? Yes. Answer the question, yes. As a pastor, what must I do to get honor from you? Say it into the microphone. I don't know. Oh, say it. I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Give it to the seniors in front. They may have an answer. Mm -hmm. So as a pastor, yes. I think the only thing you have to do is to be a pastor. Okay. And you get your honor. Okay. I don't have to do anything. I just be a pastor and I'll get honor, right? Yes. Okay. Please, share your view. I agree. You agree? Another English for agree is what? You concur. Giddy, fire the go. What must I do to get honor from you? Idea. Is it? No idea. No idea. Adam, give me the microphone. Pass it here. You have to stand up. No, 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 don't, no. Stand up. Not mommy. Take it to the lady in red. Please tell me, as a pastor, what must I do to get honor from you? Say it in the microphone. They want to hear. You see? I can't. Felix has said it. In other words, you agree with Felix. Okay. Pass it to the next person. Mm -hmm. I agree with Felix. You agree with Felix. Once I'm called as a pastor, no, no, no. Okay, pass it forward. What must I do to get honor from you? You must be honorable. I must be honorable. Can you please explain honorable? In other words, I must merit your honor. But how? Explain quickly. Okay. So I'll start from where Felix landed. Okay. You must do nothing. Then I'll continue on to where I said where I came that you must be honorable. So okay, now I'll start from you being honorable. So you must be honorable in the sense that once I 
as a church member, have decided to be under. Can you hear him? Good. Flow. Has decided to be under your ministry. Mm -hmm. Then I deem you as one who is worthy of honor. Okay. Hence, hence me saying that you must be honorable. Okay. So once I do not see you as one who is worthy of honor. Yes. Then I'm also my mental faculty should also be questioned if I'm still sitting under your ministry. Okay. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Hundred percent. Yes. So, so if you don't deem me to be honorable, what are you doing under the pastor? Yeah. Do you understand? I think that's a little. Mama V, tell us something. What must I do to get honor? What must I do to get respect from you? You agree with Felix? No, don't give her pressure, please. She's too young. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want my wife to talk. <laughs> but they have a microphone. Uh, enter, the, enter the dungeon. <laughs> That's how we go. So, so you answer. <laughs> you agree with him. Okay. Uh, enter, enter the. Give it to Mama Fever. Mama Fever. Give it to Mama Fever. Please. What must I do to get respect from you? For me particular. Yes, you particular. When I enter this church, one thing make me respect you for the first day is that I will see wedding ring in your hand and your right hand no more ring. <laughs> so any church I be that I have the pastor have a ring in a right hand. Some have a blue color, yeah. yellow, red. Yes. I don't see down there. Okay. So when I come here, Uti. by the anointing in your head, yes. show to me that you are pastor. So okay. I have to give you honor. Okay. We bless God. Pass it on. Please, question. Hey, I'm asking the question. Now you want to ask questions. Uh, flow, enter. <laughs> uh, no, amazingly, I want to test somebody. Give it to Godwin. Give it to Godwin. He said, hey, me. <laughs> Answer. <laughs> it's like a serious pressure. Oh. Flo, Flo, tell me, tell me, what must I do to get respect from you? My brother said it. Hey. <laughs> okay. My brother, two brothers, they have said it all. Okay. Please, give it to Papa P. When Papa P finish, you give it to Mama P. No, but they will both agree. So now they can discuss, they can share. Mm -hmm. Papa P, yes. we've been way back. What must I do to get respect from you? Nothing. Okay. Give it to your wife. You can't care. Okay. Give it to Edith. Nothing. Okay. Scope to give it to scope, 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 scope. We are discussing. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what must I do to get honor, respect from you? Um, I don't think you have to do anything. Uh, you are talking like Adumo. <laughs> That's only he and Adumo when they talk. He and this boy Kojo, they do, but they are hear themselves very well. Me, I can't hear, sis. Uh, I, don't, I don't think you would have to do anything. Okay, the way I did, no good. Okay. Give it the way they go. Enter, enter, Randy. <laughs> uh -huh. You see? Nothing. I don't. 
do anything. I don't have to do anything. Okay. You know why I had to ask this question? Okay, give it to Lady Cassie. I see there's a... Lady said it all. I said it all. Take it to Emma. Please, the anointing that is in you. Okay, because of the anointing, I deserve honor. Okay, Emma, please talk to us. The word of God that comes from you. Okay, the word of God that comes, I deserve honor. Okay. Okay, let me ask a question. Who here does not agree with all the answers that came today? Who here doesn't agree? So you all agree? Okay. Now, I had to do this survey to know what is in your mind so that I can go on with the message I want to preach. Quickly, let's go to Exodus chapter 3, verse 5. From verse 5, Exodus chapter 3 from verse 5 to verse 7. Let's look at the word of God. We are talking about honor this morning. Honoring your man of God. Honoring your pastor. You know God is smart. God, if I say he's smart, he created us. He knows the end from the beginning. So he sets things up so that when your end is coming, he I didn't know. No, you can't say that. Once it is written in the Bible, you have to know it before it happens. So when your end comes, you say, oh, okay. Oh, so this is the outcome. The Bible says, mark the righteous man. His end is definite. Are you in church with me? Mark the righteous man. His end is definite. It is not maybe, maybe. He said, mark him down. In other words, take your time. Observe a man who walks by the word of God and the teachings of God. He obeys God. Listen to what God says and lives by the faith that God has put in his heart. He said, mark him down. His end is not maybe, maybe. It is sure. Hallelujah. So we can't say, ah, no, you must know. Praise the Lord. Now, Verse 5, it says, Then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet. For the place where you stand is holy ground. Next verse. Let's go out to verse 7. Moreover, he said, I am God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Next verse. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrow. Another question I have to ask, why was I called to you? Church of Jesus Christ, why did the Lord call me to you? You could have been in any other church but you are here. I could have been pastoring any other church, but I'm here. Why did the Lord cause us to meet in Punimbu? In Punimbu. Why? That is the answer. 
the Lord said he saw the oppression of the people of Israel. And what did he do? He called one man and he sent that one man to go and do what? Deliver them. It's amazing. God can only send a man to do the things he wants to do in your life. Did you get it? God will always send one man and that one man holds the key to your life. And sometimes I may hold so many keys, I don't even know the kind of doors it can open in your life. But from time to time, the Lord will reveal to me what I must say, what I must do. I can boldly tell you that some of you, oh, out of the blue, now call you, how are you? Is everything okay? I see so, so, and so in this direction, this direction. And then we pray about it. Sometimes I don't even call you. Sometimes Moses and I will be here praying in the afternoon. Sometimes it is my wife and I are done. I say, let's pray for so, so, and so person and correct so, so, and so in their lives. You don't know about it. It's not everything I have to tell you. But this is what the Lord sent me to do in your life. You see, the Lord put it in the man of God to hold the key to open certain doors in your life. And like I said, the man of God doesn't even have control over it. And if I say he doesn't have control over it, the man of God does not know the entire situation of your destiny. It is as and when you get to step one, then something is open. Step two, it is open. Step three, it is open. So there is a constant growth of blessing in your life if you know how to connect to the man sent to you. Hallelujah. Isaiah 44 verse 26. I want to take my time. Isaiah 44 verse 26. Listen to what the Lord says. He says, He the Lord, He confirms the word of His servants and performs the counsel of His messengers. Who says to Jerusalem, You shall be inhabited to the cities of Judah. You shall be built and I will raise up her waste places. The Bible says that he, the Lord, he honors the prayers of his people. Give me natural King James. This is New King James. Hey, you got New King James for us? Oh, only New King James. And more. You have TPT. Uh, I fall in love with a new Bible. It's called TPT. But I to say NLT, no. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, who confirms the word of his servant? Can I tell you? There are times where I may need something. I will pray God will not mind me. I'm telling you the very truth. I'm telling you practical ministry. But you will need it and I'll pray for you and you get it. How many of you haven't I prayed for your businesses? Oh Lord, give them money and they make money. Sometimes that week I don't have money. I know men of God who pray for receive babies and they receive baby. He himself is looking for one. Are you here with me? That confirmeth the word of his servant and performeth the counsel of his messengers. 
What is the meaning of the word counsel? It is their understanding. It is their idea. It is their will of what they want to see God do for you. That is what they pray to God about. And God does it for you. Hallelujah. God will do whatever his servant says. Hello. I don't want anybody to come to me and say, Pastor, pray for me and doubt it. Church, are you here with me? I don't want anybody. You say, Pastor, I'm believing God that I'll get this thing. Can you believe God with me? I say, yes, come, let's pray. I hold your hands and I say, receive it in Jesus' name. And you go and No, no, no. Once I pray for you, no. Pastor T shared the testimony of the Nigerian guy. He said he has several Nigerians, about 150 of them in his church. One guy, he kept on saying, if pastor comes to my house, something will happen to me. If pastor comes to my house, so, so he said, one day he went to another side of town and the guy was living in that place. So he closed his meeting, he said, let me pass through the guy's house. When he got there, the guy lied on the floor. He said, pastor, you have come to my house. <laughs> pastor, you have come to my house. Something must happen. You have come to my house. He was happy. Exactly that week, he got a contract of $5 million. Are you here with me? There is a place to honoring your pastor. The first thing I will tell you is this, is his words. If his words are common and near to you, there is nothing you are going to get. He may be anointed. You know when Pastor T, uh, Pastor PJ came and he shared about the 10,000 Ghana City testimony? Those is me, I've seen them all. If you are not seeing them in your life, it is you, it's not me. I'm just telling you the truth. How many of you, I don't want to mention the name, but there was a lady who used to come with us at the forest. Remember, she was a haughty one. She was doing business. Her business was $3,500. She used to go to China in suitcase. I prayed for her. In a week, the business changed from that amount to $350,000. She started bringing containers of sweets. If I mention sweets and you know her, you know. We used to be there and then she would bring sweets and candies and biscuits. I remember there was a lady who was doing shito. Shito. It's the same shito you've been doing at home. One with pepper. The same thing. And then do you know what happened? I prayed for the lady. Actually, she said, Pastor, this shito is special. I brought it for you. I know if you eat it, my business will change. Take it. I said, yeah. She said, yeah. And then I prayed for her. The following week, somebody told her, I'm taking, I'm going to South Africa. Give me some of the shito. She took the shito. The person took it to South Africa. The community there, they ate it. A few people, they said they like it. She started exporting shito to South Africa. Then another sister in the church who saw that the anointing worked for this one, he said, you must eat my shito too. You know what I'm telling you? I said, there is an anointing on my life. It is designed to solve all your problems, not some, all, not some, all. It, if I speak word over your life and you don't believe it, it is not my fault. It is you. Today I'm teaching you something about why me I was called do you know the things I had to go through do you know some of the things I had to go through to stand here today my wife and I we were hungry for three years I'm not joking Makuya came to our house Cassandra she came to our house then we were living in one big mansion when you enter bathroom from bathroom you enter kitchen from kitchen you enter hall bedroom dining everything on the bed 
If you fly, you fly on the bed. If you pray, you pray on the bed. I used to walk one, two, three, then I hit wall. I hit one, two, three, and I hit wall. I used to pray nine hours non-stop in that, some, that same place. I didn't know what the Lord was doing with me. I didn't know what he wanted me to do. But now I understand. There was a, there was a time Pastor PJ invited me to one of their camp meetings. A lady, they, they brought the baby, you saw the baby. The lady had been married for about seven years. They were having issues. And I prayed, I said, next year by this time, you have a baby. The, they showed me the baby. I, you know, because of Corona, I couldn't go the following day. Now the baby is turning to, they showed me the baby. Fine baby boy. May the Lord give you baby boys. Amen. Hallelujah. My wife didn't say amen. I like that. <laughs> Are you here with me? If you will honor the words I say to you and hold them in your heart and say, Pastor has spoken. My breakthrough is in that word. You, listen, people will follow you to church and come and say, let me see that pastor. And you will teach them that when you come, it's not just because he's powerful or he's anointed, but because you must believe the words that he speaks to you. How many of you here have I cursed before? How many? No. I love you so much. Yesterday, we prayed, right? My wife and I were praying. We wanted to sleep. In the, in the afternoon, I slept for like 45 minutes. You know, the second half of a certain football match. So, in the evening, I was just cool. I couldn't sleep again. <laughs> so, you know what I did? I tried to sleep by the sleeping thing. I said, wifey, we have to pray up to one. She said, okay, but then we went to the bedroom around nine. Then I sent message, message to Moses. Was for Moses. We are praying to one. He said, okay. When we got to one, I said, uh, I want to sleep, but the sleep is not coming. So we are sending it to two. He said, let's flow. Please, how many of you were up at 2 a.m. yesterday? What were you doing? Working. We're praying for your life. What were you doing? We were studying Bible. You were on Facebook, social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was up, not on social media, praying for you. Don't let my prayer go to waste. Am I teaching good? Yes. I want us, I want us to, I want it to really sing. I don't want to shout it. Because I am not made for me. It's just the truth. I don't know how to say it. Me. Me nye nanayao mameho. Me nye nanayao mao. Hallelujah. We must have this understanding. Do you think Daddy George is Daddy George for himself? <laughs> the kind of blessing I tap from him. I don't Amazing. If there are miracles you wish to see in your life, Pastor C also shared another testimony when he came here. He said there was a guy who gave him five CD. He was so broke. The first offering he ever gave him was five CD. He said, You'll be a millionaire. The guy, he said, He told me, this one, he told me personally, he said, The guy bought him a V8. Last two weeks. Is there another time the guy gave to him gave him $150,000 and his seed money? 
May the Lord do the same for you. May the Lord do the same for you. May you count money that is heavy and yet become common to you in the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy 21 verse 5. Look at what he says. Oh, take me to New King James. I like the New King James too. New King James, I call you NKJV. Then the priest, the sons of Levi, shall come near to the Lord your God. He's chosen. For the Lord your God has chosen them to minister to him. To minister to who? My work is to minister to him. That's what I do. So I pray. I always I have to always go and ask, Lord, what are you saying for this week? What are you saying for next month? What are what do you want us to do? If not, men from crying. And he says something. And to bless in the name of the Lord by their words. Every controversy and every assault shall be settled. Can I pray for you this morning? May every long-standing battle in your life end this morning in the name of Jesus. May you never ever have record of difficulty in your life anymore. May everything begin to run smoothly in your life in the name of Jesus. May the Lord cause you to go in heights, heights, heights that God himself has ordained for you. May wherever you get to, no man be able to bring you down. May you climb mountains that are higher than you've ever thought. And may the Lord give you supernatural strength to do things that normal people cannot do. Even great people find it difficult to do. May you do them easily. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. That your hands will be blessed in the land of the living. May everything you do carry substance. In Jesus mighty name. He said by their words. Every controversy and every assault. So when somebody. I remember there was. I mean, I've seen so many visions about the church members, so many things. I cannot pick this one, pick this one, and leave this one. You get it. But there are times where some of you, you don't know. All of a sudden, I just call you, oh, uh, what is this, 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 Recently, let me use it because it's not in the church. Somebody I grew up with, we even went to school together. Then I saw a vision about him and his family. When I finished, but then my wife also told me something about him. Then I called him. Then I started talking to him. I didn't even pray with him. I just said, how are you? He said, I'm fine. He said, oh, I miss you. When he said, I miss you, all of a sudden, I saw that there was blood being injected into his wife because his wife has got a problem in the blood. But I didn't tell him. Holy Spirit, don't tell him. Leave him. For him, accepting your words this morning alone, I've done it for him. There are so many spiritual encounters we can talk about, but I can't share because of time. And you see, I don't want it to be that what I have seen should be the information. What scripture says must inform you. Hallelujah. And I want to enter certain spiritual waters this morning. You see, what I'm just talking about is spiritual strength that you must have. It is a discernment that you must have. It's an understanding that you must have. Mama P, can I share your testimony? The Dubai one. 
So Mama P came to see me one time. And I said, this week, may the Lord give you testimonies. That's what I said, this week. Then, that week, testimonies erupted. Boom, 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 boom. It's okay, it's enough. She went to Dubai. You know we don't use peanut to go to Dubai. Uh-huh. Hey, you, 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 you rode in the limo? Okay, it's okay. I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. Do you understand what I'm saying? Come spiritually come up and have understanding i am not me for me i am me for you hallelujah this is spiritual understanding for your own prophet matthew 10 40 to 42 now i'm entering into deep deep places matthew 10 Matthew 10, 40 to 42. Look at something. He who receives me. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. Have you seen the grade? Have you seen the grade? So, me, I'm at the bottom, right? If you receive me, you have received Jesus. Once you receive me, you have received Jesus. Because you have received Jesus, you have received the Father. So, me... I come to you, I am just Nanayal. But the Lord has put in it in such a way that once you receive me, you have received Jesus and you have received God. Next verse. He who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. Now listen carefully. He does not just say anything. In the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. And he who receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man receives a righteous man's reward. Now let me tell you quickly. You, we are brothers in the church. I am the head pastor here. If you use the same honor you give to me to give to your brother, you have misplaced it. I am not on the same level with your fellow Christian brother. Last time my wife said something. She said that we are all sanctified, but the man of God is consecrated. Do you know what it means? You, you, can, you can be anywhere and do anything you want to do, and it is cool with you. Me, I can't do it. I can't. Has the Lord ever told you not to watch TV for three years? Has the Lord ever told you? But he has told me. There was three years I never put on TV. So we deliberately downloaded cartoons for Adam on the laptop. So he watch only on the laptop. I'm not saying this to let you feel like I'm super spiritual. No. I'm saying that because of what he wants me to do, he sets me aside to do certain things. The word uh, consecration means to be set apart for a specific purpose. But to be sanctified is to be made whole and be made holy. Do you understand the difference? And I, I don't want to go in there, but maybe you don't understand. But remember when John the Baptist had received Jesus at the Jordan. He said, behold, this, the Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. That was the day. And the, the anointing came upon his head, right? That was the day Jesus was consecrated, set apart for his office. He was walking out all this while in Jerusalem for 30 years. Nobody knew that he was the Lamb to take away the sins of the world. Can I continue the Bible says that and the apostles, they met in the place. And the Holy Spirit again said, separate unto me Saul and Barnabas for the work to which I have called them. Consecration. Do you understand? 
Do you understand? That is why we do ordinations. We do we 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 the shepherd, your best running go. Do you understand? It is to set them apart. Can I go on? David was a shepherd boy, but the day he was anointed as king, he was set apart to be in the kingship office. Do you understand? It's the same thing. Listen, there are people here, they have they been called to be financial gurus. You must be sanctified in that place. That is why if you watch, the people who are richer than the people who are not rich, ask them, they do some things that the people who are normal people, they, they don't do. Have I tackled it well? So let me put it aside. So he who receives a prophet in the name of a prophet. So if you receive me, I am your prophet. If you receive me in the name of a prophet, something will happen to you. Now I want to show you the difference between a prophet and a righteous man. The righteous man is a holy man. But the prophet is both a holy man and a man God honors his words. The prophet is designed to bless. The righteous man is designed to be a brother. Are you here with me? Lord, I pray that you give us understanding. Now, next verse. And he who gives one of these little, he calls me little, <laughs> little ones a cup of cold water in the name of a disciple, assuredly, I say to you, he shall by no means lose his reward. Now, take me back to verse 41. Let me show you something. The word reward, you see the prophet's reward. Have you seen the word? It's the prophet's reward. Whose phone is Nanayao's phone? Whose microphone is this? It's the church's microphone. It means that it belongs to who? The church. Look, I'm, 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 I'll come into it, but in the Greek, this is what it is. So they rendered it properly, this scripture. He said, receives a prophet's reward. The word reward is the word mistos it means wages or reward for work so listen to something when you honor me when you give to me when you receive me as your prophet what you have done is that all the work i have done i cannot take the reward you take the reward you understand what is happening here so it's like the prophet's reward it means that when i go to spend the hours in fasting spend the hours in prayer spend the hours to be built up in god i'm not the one enjoying the blessing you are the one to enjoy it so when you receive me after i teach you a message like this and you bless me either financially materially or anything or even encourage me i'm not the one who gets it is it is my wages but I'm not the one to enjoy. He said, you are the one who takes my reward, my wages. Are you here with me? When you honor your prophet, you have access to the measure or the system of reward God has put inside of him. I, I always say, I ask the Lord, why do you make me suffer for some of these things? Church, I had ambitions. I had, I tried. The more I went, Abby kicked me down. The more I did, he kicked me down. I said, I, I remember one time I went for an interview at 
Vodafone. That is what killed my heart. Then he himself revived it. I said, ah, how can you go through train? And by, by the way, by the time I went to Vodafone, I had left VRA. By the time I went for Vodafone, it said the command the wine to pay you my basically that's what it was. Another one, that one too, it bounced. Then another one, Australian Embassy, that one too. It bounced. I said, Jesus, what have I done? I didn't understand, but now I understand. I went through all those processes so that my reward will not be that which I enjoy, but you enjoy. Church, are you here with me? When you honor your prophet, you have access to the measure of system of reward that God has for him. <laughs> when you reward your apostle, when you reward your pastor, when you reward your prophet, your reward is what the apostle carries. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you seen what is happening here? God cannot be seen, but he, he has put in everything into your man of God to be the place where you get, where, where he gets honor. Hello? Hello? You know the church is a, is a living organism. It grows. That's why we keep increasing in number. It grows. That's why we see new things happening around us. Wherever you find us, you will see that we, are keep, we keep doing new things. It is because we are a living organism. We must live. Now, look at something. Oh. The man of God is another system God put in the church for blessing. Did you get it? Say with me. The man of God is another system of blessing for the church. Now, this is what I'm trying to say. Listen to me carefully. The reward of God, when you give to him through the tithe. For example, the tithe is not for me. He said in the olden days, for people to understand that the tithe was before and it will continue even in, in eternity. Listen to what he says. He says that you have robbed me. You have robbed God. What is that supposed to mean? If it is for a pastor, why would God say you have robbed me? It's not for me. No. Your tithe is your covenant between you and God. But apart from the tithe, he instituted another thing for the blessing of the church. It is called honoring your man of God or giving to your man of God. Can we, can we quickly go into a story? Please, reward is always connected to honor. Rewards, always connected to honor when it comes to the man of God. Elijah and the Shunammite woman, 1 Kings chapter 17, from verse 17 to 24. Let's quickly read it and see something. And I think I will stop here, then I'll continue next week. No, next two weeks. Hallelujah. 1 Kings 17, from verse 17. Now it happened after these things that the son of the woman who owned the house became sick. Can I quickly give you the story? Okay, so this is the story. In the Bible, there was a prophet called Elijah. Now, Elijah was a very, very powerful prophet. He could shut the heavens for three and a half years and there was no rain. And he would say, it's okay, open, then the rain will come. Now, the Bible says about him that when people are discussing things in their palace, he will be in Israel. 
but the Lord will put his ear there, he'll be hear everything. He will know who said what and who said which. which, which. Uh-huh. So, something happened. He and his servant, they used to walk from one place to the other. Walk from one place to the other. Then, anytime they are passing, there will be this woman, then the woman will call them and say, I've been seeing you guys passing. Oh, come and eat small bread. After he finished eating, then the woman said that, oh, she said to her husband, let's create a place for him at the upper room so that you come and live there. Then they did it for him. So anytime he's traveling, it's like a hotel for him. Then he'll just transit there, eat, relax, sleep, freshen up, and then continue the journey. So he was doing that for some time. Now listen to me carefully. I'm about to talk to you. Then this woman who did that said, I perceive you're a prophet. She said, I perceive. Now the Shunammites are a tribe of Israel. They are the richest in the whole of Israel up to today. The reason why it is so is because they are from the tribe of Issachar. They are the people, the Bible says they know the times and the season. Before every other Jew will sow, they have already sown. They know what is going to happen next. The Lord gave them that ability. So she saw the greatness of that prophet and she said something. She said, let's build him a place. Now, after a while of visitation, then Elijah asked the servant, go, but this one, she has been good to us. What can we do for her? You see, in other words, the reward system is about to be implemented. Didn't God know that the woman was barren? Didn't God know that the woman was a tithe payer? Didn't God know that that woman lived in the town where Jews are and they must be blessed? But the woman was barren. Then the prophet said to the woman, in fact, they said, oh, I don't hear a cry of a baby in this house. He said, okay, call the woman. Let me tell her something. Say, yeah, by this time you carry your child. Then the woman said, prophet, don't do that one. Don't do that, don't do that. Why do you want to raise my hopes? What does it mean? She has long past believing that she will ever carry her own child. Then something happened. The following year, she, she delivered. Do you know what I'm trying to tell you? There are times where even your children are tied in the mouth of your prophet. If you know how to release, you, listen, let no man ever say that I need this, I need that, and I can't have it. In the kingdom, the Lord has put in down systems to make all of them available to you. Then something happened. After the child, the woman who was barren, gave birth, then something happened. After it happened, now, it happened after these things that the son of that woman who owned the house became sick. The son that the, the prophet prophesied, then the baby was born. He said his sickness was so serious that there was no breath left in him. So he said to Elijah, what have I to do with you, O man of God? <laughs> have you come to me to bring my sin to remembrance and to kill my son? Next verse. And he said to her, give me your son. He, he took him out of her arms and carried him to the upper room where he was staying and laid him on his own bed. Who built the upper room? The woman. Who sleeps there? The prophet. But the day of blessing, when it came, they had to take the baby to that same place where she had built for the prophet. Am I talking to you? My mom said to me, I, I told the Lord that if you give me a son, I'll call him Samuel. So my spiritual name is Samuel. Sami. Now, now, now listen to me carefully. 
On my mom's dying bed, she said, now I understand. My wife was there. Amma, you were there. She said, she, said, she said, I didn't know that when I was telling the Lord that if you give me a son, I'll give him back to you. Not knowing, when I gave him to you, you were going to use that same son to bring me to salvation. That's what my mom said to me. Never ever think that when you give something to your man of God, you are giving it na ekokwa. It is a system by which God reorients, reprograms every failure to become success. So look at what he says. Verse 20. Then he carried out, oh no, then he cried out to the Lord and said, Oh Lord my God, have you also brought tragedy on the widow with whom I lodge by killing her son? Because don't forget, by then her husband was alive. But at this time, her husband is dead. So her son too, the only son that she ever had was about to go. Next verse. I'm about to close. And he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came back to him and he revived. Next verse. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper room into the house and gave him to his mother. And Elijah said, see, your son lives. Then the woman said to Elijah, now by this I know that you are a man of God and that the word of the Lord is in your mouth. The word of the Lord in your mouth is the truth. Anytime the Lord keeps multiplying the miracles through the man of God in your life, it heightens the power of God in your life. It, may, it magnifies the word of God in your life. Church, I have to teach this thing at this level. Because when we become 10,000, you, you must understand what to get you there. If you don't honor me, nobody from outside will come here to honor me. If you don't honor me, nobody will come from outside and say, I have received a miracle. Because everybody who entered this room is looking at your life to say, is this church a blessed church? Is this church a place I can fellowship and dwell? Is this a church I can grow? Your lives must be an example to them. Anytime they enter, they must say, wow, look at them. Wow, look at them. I believe that I can also grow here. Can I ask a question again? Wasn't the woman a Jew? In fact, before she was 12 years old, she could quote the whole first five books of the Bible. Standard. Every child Israeli child. Standard. But with all her tithe paying, the baby was going to die. Just like her husband died. But by the word of the prophet, there was a resurrection. And I tell you, God put certain things in me to be a blessing to you. I can't say it any other way. I have to say it as it is. If you do not honor me, you are not going to walk in that level of blessing. Listen, anytime you get blessed, you get to a place and it cuts. Take your time. Consider your honor for me. Am I talking to you? Today I came to tell you the very truth. Anytime you, you are climbing beautifully, 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 you get to a place, it looks like something is stopping you. It is stopping you. Take your time. Reevaluate your honor, your respect for me. Now let me tell you something. Some of you, you know me, I have spent on you. And it is not because I'm saying it to let you feel like 
you are low. I'm saying it to let you understand something. You know the kind of person I am. I don't want to be bossy over you. I don't want to suppress you. I don't want to push you. No, I don't want that. I want us to have that cordial. I can call, yo, my guy, but please, when I say that, don't let it blindfold you and not see beyond the veil. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You let me stop here. As your spiritual father, let me quickly say this. You owe me honor. Remember I told you that wherever you were born from, don't let them tell you respect before you respect them. No. Because I pastor you, because I'm your shepherd, you must honor me. If you don't, it will not be me. You know, Pastor T also shared a story of, it got to a time, in Grace Army Church, everything new I wore was not coming from the church members. It was coming from outside people. People I bless. I want you to be the people who carry those blessings. I don't want outsiders to carry it. Like the man of God who goes to Russia, go to Ukraine, and dead babies are coming back to life. Listen, in my ministry, I've seen dead people come back to life. Yes. Yes. So, if it's resurrection power, resurrection anointing, the Lord has given me. I just want to explain to you so that you know. If you do not honor me, it will not work for you. The Lord put it that way. Can you believe I'm standing? <laughs> the church is quiet though. <laughs> Again, I want to ask, why? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Can I tell you something sincerely? I love everybody. I lie not before God whom I stand. I cannot hate. I cannot hate. Listen to me. I said I cannot hate. Because if I begin to hate, I cannot transmit miracles or blessings. The Bible has taught me faith worked by love. Maybe I have not taught it yet in the church to that extent, but let me tell you, anybody I must pray for, it's because I must have love for the person. If not, I can't even pray for. So church, don't look at me and say, pastor doesn't like me. No, I love you. Some of you are maybe hard. Some of you are maybe cool, but they all don't. Thank you, thank you. I love you guys. Hallelujah. God bless you. So right now, what do we do next? The way the place is quiet here. <laughs> what do we do next? <laughs> let's take off free. Or let's, let's pray. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want, to, I, want to say, I want to say this right now. I want us to pray. Lord. Show me the real reason why you connected me to this ministry. Hallelujah. I think it's a proper prayer to pray. Lord, show me the real reason why you connected me to this ministry. Show me so that I may carry it out adequately. 
Because some of you, when I see your vision, the visions about, when I see your future, they are so glorious, they are so big. I see people who employ like 150 people. People employ like 1,000 people. People who are, who are big men, big women, controlling things. Lift your voice and pray. Tell the Lord. Lift your voice. Tell the Lord. Lord Basota. Zebelo zeke debrando lo brogedosa. Sibidio seke teke teke doza gadaba. E shandidi biga doza yaba. Mio seke teke doke zogadaba. Mi logero talabagadu shake devaloza. Ye baru pleko lo brando lo broke seke teva. Milie karabado shedele begedo seke telegregedoza. Mi livron di livri gedo shagadabaha. Zebelu bregedosa. Malo bro si ke teke de begedova. Kadie tana bragado se ke te E zetili prato pretele prato pretele gede zegedova. Milion grebedu sheketo gadabaha. Kayo telegre si ke de vegedio zendi libri gedosa. That he revealed to us our purpose in this ministry. Why we are here. Why we are here. And how we must conduct ourselves towards our man of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Eba Losha. Eba Lebra Zagada Balosha. Mili friends, Kologron Zigi di Verotakadaka Ziko Levekata. Oh, we give you glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. Mm. So close, I believe you're holding me now in your arms. I belong. You never let me go. So close, I believe. You're holding me now in your arms. I belong. You never let me go. Sing it. So close, I believe. You're holding me now in your arms. I belong. You never let me go. Daddy, I want to pray right now. I pray that just as you taught me to honor the father you give me, Reverend Dr. George Wilfred Arthur, I pray for them that you teach them also to honor me. That the same blessing I have seen transmitted from him to me multiply upon multiply upon multiply 
let them also walk in the same blessing. Let the grace to abound effortlessly rest upon them. Let the grace to do great things with minimal strength rest upon them. I pray that at whatever venture they stretch forth their hands, let them prosper in that thing. And whatever idea or blessing they conceive, let it materialize and let it be established. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we are all growing from strength to strength. We are all growing from grace to grace. And we will live in God's blessings. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. One last thing I'll say. In Grace Army Church, if I don't bury you, I expect you to bury me. We must all grow old together. Did you hear what I said? The older will grow old. The die too, we will die. But, not that I am, I hear that, oh, we will, baby. When you die, I must bury you. If I die before you die, bury me. But by all means, let us, let us all grow old together and bury each other. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. Can we take our tithe? If, if